Insurance is just one of those products that many people just have to buy because they can't take the risk of a catastrophic loss bankrupting them. MedLife is a company that offers these insurance products as well as annuity products and their stock has done decently over the past several years, but over the long term, you actually would have lagged the market a little bit. So Alex, why would you talk about a company that hasn't done that well? Well, you see, there's an interesting story here that I want to share with you. Imagine having tens of thousands of dollars worth of stock that you never had to pay for. Welcome to Stock Stories. See, MetLife started all the way back in the 1800s, in 1863 to be exact, and it started out as a company called the National Union Life and Limb Insurance Company. And the company's entire purpose was to help insure soldiers and sailors in the Civil War. The president of the company was a man named James Dow, and he tried selling a couple of different types of insurance that didn't really work out for him, but he did find some success in life insurance. So he centered the entire company around life insurance and renamed the company Metropolitan Life. And the company started selling many policies throughout the rest of the 1800s and throughout the 1900s. Now the company had general prosperity throughout the entire 20th century as life insurance became a more popular product and became very common in American society. It's important to note that this company was not publicly traded at this time. It was a private company that was really a mutual company. And what that means is that the policyholders had an interest in the company. It was actually owned by its policyholders. Then in the year 2000, the company did something really interesting. They underwent a process called demutualization. Now demutualization is the process for when a company such as an insurance company transforms from being privately held by its policyholders to becoming a publicly traded corporation. Now, when this happened in the year 2000, over 11 million policyholders became eligible to receive trust interest that represented the shares of the common stock of what was called the Metropolitan Life Policyholder Trust. A trust was created that allowed the policyholders to do one of a few things. One, they could say, you know what, give me some cash instead of stock. They could take the stock in the new company or they could receive credits that would basically discount their premiums on their policy. This is important because if you were a MetLife policyholder, that meant that you could receive shares in this new publicly traded company for literally just raising your hand and saying, yeah, give me some stock, thank you. Interestingly, Metropolitan Life isn't the only insurance company to ever do this. There's actually many companies that have gone through this demutualization process and what I found was this interesting study titled The Wealth Effect of Demutualization, Evidence from the U.S. Property Liability and Life Insurance Industries. And basically what this study says is that when these companies IPO, they tend to outperform their non-IPO firms that are of comparable size. Essentially, there's a kind of wealth effect that happens because these shares tend to be looked at as undervalued, even though the underlying company is usually doing fine at the time of demutualization. Now we'll talk about how much policyholders would have made in a moment, but first let's look at MetLife today. So MetLife has since evolved since that demutualization in 2000, and now in 2022, they're a much bigger company and they have a lot of things going on. They have over 43,000 employees and they're actually a global company. They're in over 40 markets and they make a lot of money. And in particular, I wanted to point out the fact that 
their assets under management, they have over 638 billion assets under management. And this was a surprise to me because they started out as really just an insurance company, but now they're really a diversified financial services firm. And we can see here the assets under management, the way that it's broken up, they have all sorts of different types of assets that they invest in. They invest in public companies, private companies, government bonds, foreign government bonds, real estate, cash, all kinds of assets, pretty much any type of asset you can imagine they're invested in. And a lot of this really is debt. They like to buy bonds because bonds and fixed income securities tend to be what insurance companies favor because they're a lot more stable and it's all about mitigating risk in that business. So this is kind of their profile as far as the assets that they have today. Let's take a moment to peek at the financials really quickly. So here we're looking at MetLife's financial statements. The most recent one was the annual report that came out for 2021 fiscal data. And we can look here at some interesting statistics. So first of all, looking at the revenue. So we see this is already a pretty big company, 69 billion in revenue in 2019, that grew to 71 billion in 2021. So huge company already really big, but they're not really growing that fast. And we can see most of their revenue is comprised of their premium income. And then they also make money on their investments. All those assets that I just mentioned, they make money off of that. So they make interest primarily. So 21 billion of their total revenue came from their investment income. And then as far as their expenses, looking further down in the profit and loss statement, we see that a lot of it is policyholder benefits and claims. And this is what we would expect for an insurance company. Your primary cost is gonna be the claims that you're paying out to your customers, right? When someone makes a claim, they want their money. And so that's what this dollar figure here is. And then over here, we look at their total net income so we see they're still definitely profitable. Over $6 billion made in profit in 2021, increased a decent amount from 2019, $5.7 billion. And then their earnings per share has also been going up uh, pretty nicely from $6.06 per share 2019 to $7.31 per share 2021. So, okay, this is a big business. It's a definitely a profitable business, but it's a slower growing firm. Let's look back now at the demutualization that happened in 2000 for a moment. So when this happened, MetLife issued nearly 500 million shares to its policyholders. So it was a really big event. And in fact, one of the biggest IPOs in history at that time. And a lot of people got shares from this. And there's a story here in this New York Times article about this man named uh, Jerry Gabrielle. He ran this company called Gabrielle Tire and Auto Centers in New Jersey. And as part of this demutualization, he received 405 shares of Met MetLife stock and he planned to hold on to them. So how much would he have made after holding this? Remember, this happened in the year 2000. Now, if we take a look at the current stock price, we can see what's happened. I'm here at the ticker terminal and the ticker symbol for MetLife is M-E-T, so MET. And if we look at the price chart, we can see that the stock, you know, it hasn't really done that well over the past decade, only returning about six and a half percent annually. But, you know, it's done okay, you've made some money. But the stock price right now is $67.30. Now, if we multiply that stock price by 405 shares, we get $27,256.50. So 
this man, Mr. Gabriel, if he still owns his shares out there somewhere, he has at least $27,000, assuming he never added to his stake that he was given as a policyholder. And that's pretty interesting. What makes it a little bit more interesting too is that MetLife actually also pays a dividend. Now, MetLife has a strong history of paying dividends and they actually performed a stock split all the way back in 2017. So if we take those 20, if we take those 405 shares and we multiply it by the split, which was about 1,000, it was 1,122. If we take those 405 shares that we just talked about and multiply by 1.112, which would be the stock split ratio, we would have 450 shares. And currently the company is paying a dividend quarterly of 50 cents per share. So multiply by 0.5. And so this person would be getting dividend checks every quarter for $225 every three months. And that's without doing anything. So pretty sweet deal for literally just signing up for the stock program. So MetLife stock currently, I think is trading pretty cheaply. It's trading at only 16 or so times earnings and it has a 3% dividend yield. So if you're more of an income oriented investor, this may be one to look at. Now you're not gonna get incredible growth from the stock, but it is something that you can consider. Now I'm not as interested in this stock just because it doesn't have enough growth for me personally, but you have a dividend. What's more important though, I think from the stock itself today is the fact that we can learn about this demutualization process. Sometimes there are these little interesting nuggets in the stock market that if we understand them can end up making us money later on. So maybe you are a policyholder in a mutual insurance company for your insurance needs and maybe one day that company will go public. Pay very close attention if that ever happens because you could be sitting on a potential windfall. Going back to the study that we just talked about with the wealth effect of demutualization, within that study, 22 firms between 1986 and 2002 actually completed this demutualization process. So it's actually not that uncommon of a thing to happen. This example goes to show that every industry kind of has its own quirks. And at different points in time, you and I as investors can take advantage of these kinds of opportunities. So be on the lookout. Now, if you're interested in learning about literally the greatest stock in history, I went ahead and did a full case study on it. I just released that episode. So go ahead and check it out right here if you haven't already seen it. And I think you're going to enjoy it. I'll see you over there.